Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm Craig Williams, and I'll be taking you on a culinary adventure through Walt Disney World. Before we get started, though, I have to remind you that this show is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, the experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. If you like our content and you want to support us, the best way to do so is using Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money to use Dreams Unlimited Travel, and your agents will work their hardest to make sure that you save the most money on your vacation, or they will help you plan the most extravagant vacation possible. They will work for whatever you want. So to get a free no-obligation quote today, visit dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. And also, please make sure to remember that you are subscribed wherever you are listening. And if you are listening specifically on Apple Podcasts, please take some time to leave us positive ratings and reviews. And now on with this week's show. We have a lot of really fun dining reviews for you today. One courtesy of myself, one courtesy of Fiasco, and then two throwback dining reviews from Rhino. It's going to be a, a whole lot of fun again, and it will probably make you very hungry. So I apologize in advance. That was not my intentions, but hey, it's what's going to end up happening through all of this. And we are going to get started with my review of the week, my first review. And this is a, a fun one. I keep saying fun over and over again, and I'm going to try to stop that, but it's clearly locked in my brain now. I don't know if I'll be able to recover, but yes, uh, this review is a good one, and it comes from the Magic Kingdom. I went and ate at Pecos Bill tall tale in and cafe why did i do this well i obviously i'm trying to get around to every single place and review them all everything as much as i can but specifically with pecos bill i've been getting a lot of comments and questions about it lately with people mentioning that they've had not so great meals at pecos bill and you know usually it's always solid and i eat there pretty often without it being, uh, you know, without it being for an actual review, but I'll stop in and grab a kid's meal, something, something small, something light. And I haven't had any bad experiences lately, but a lot of people were reporting one. So I'm like, okay, I've got to go and do an official review. And I'm actually going to just go ahead and play it because, well, now I'm already starting to repeat myself from what I'm going to say during the review. I hope you enjoy it anyway, so sit back, relax, enjoy my review of Pecos Bill, Tall Tale Inn and Cafe at Magic Kingdom. The toughest part was deciding what I actually wanted to get from Pecos Bill because, you know, it's Tex-Mex inspired menu. There's the the bowls, the rice bowls that feature, uh, you know, different types of protein, either chicken or pork. And then they have a burger they're currently serving in there. There's nachos that you can get all loaded with meats and stuff. But I wanted to find one item that, that you know, kind of blended a little bit of everything that the restaurant has to offer into one dish. And so I found the fajita platter. And the fajita platter is $14.99. And it comes with three tortillas. Yes, three tortillas. It comes with... The seasoned chicken comes with seasoned pork, comes with uh, peppers and onions, black beans, rice, as well as some toppings, including 
uh, kind of gross-looking lettuce and tomatoes, then salsa and sour cream. So you do get a lot on the plate and get to try a little bit of the different ingredients that would be in other dishes. Uh, but here, it's it's fun because now I get to put it together myself, which I didn't think about that when I ordered it. I thought about, hey, it kind of blends the best of everything here. But uh, yeah, now I have to construct it myself. But I'm probably actually going to hold back from that as I reach to get to my fork. Struggle with that. I'm gonna I'm going to eventually make a fajita out of it. But I want to try everything on its own just to see how it is. So let's start with the chicken. It. Uh, not gonna lie I know it's made with like a verde sauce in there but the fact that it's a little bit green weirds me out and I'm really trying to not hold that against the chicken before I take a bite but I don't think I noticed the greenness of it when I order it like on a on a rice bowl but chicken by itself is extremely flavorful like I said it's it's cooked down in a a verde sauce a green sauce so you can You can definitely taste that more than anything coming through, but it's not overly salty, not overly seasoned. It's, uh, you know, it's nice, nice, mushy chicken. But now for the pork. The pork is decent, too. Uh, I actually like the pork better than the chicken, but it has the opposite problem. It's, uh, It's definitely salted up. It's got a little kick of spice, not spicy by any means, but a tiny kick of spice, and uh, it's it's really really nice. I I would definitely take that as uh, tacos or or nachos if I wasn't doing the fajitas right now. But I really enjoyed it. So pepper and onion time. So the pepper and onions aren't that great. I'm not quite sure how they cook them down. I'm assuming butter because they just taste like straight butter to me, and it's not not amazing uh it's it needs some char you know if you're having fajitas you want the char and the sizzle and none of that's there it just it just tastes like wilted peppers and onions in butter and i don't even think it tastes like pepper and onions it just tastes like wilted butter with a slight crisp to the bite so uh not great but maybe that's one of the ones when you combine it together with everything else it's a lot better but let me get some rice and beans Black beans are black beans. Nothing really to say more about that. I have nothing else to say. The rice, the, you know, when you have it in a bowl, I feel like it's it's a lot better. But when you just eat it by yourself, it's kind of garbage rice. It's not very good at all, but that's all the items separately. So now I'm going to construct a fajita and finally eat it properly. So bear with me. Bear with me. going to need a moment here constructed fajita number one and it is chicken lettuce salsa sour cream very basic but let's see see how it is when i put all these flavors together now in here adding the toppings of course does elevate the chicken a little bit more it does take away from the verde taste which that's a little sad but i mean it's expected once you start topping it with with everything but you know it's a it's a nice chicken fajita once you you put it all together with that so i'm digging this one at least but i still have more combinations to try out fajita number two this time i realized i left off the peppers and onions around on the chicken so this time i added that on with the pork and of course lettuce salsa sour cream 
little bit of tomatoes too just because they fell in with the lettuce but I'm excited about this one I'm really excited I'm actually sad that I used toppings on this one I think again the pork is actually perfect on its own it doesn't need the help of wilted iceberg lettuce and and kind of bland salsa and and tomatoes and even the sour cream I think the pork actually it does a decent job of standing on its own at least the, the sampling of it that I had today I'd even take the fajita throw a little bit of rice and black beans and pork in there and probably eat it that way it's probably how I am going to eat my next one just to experiment uh, I do wish I would have saved the pepper and onions not saved but added the pepper and onions to the chicken uh, because that probably would have showcased it a little bit better with the pork uh you know it's now i'm like having butter with my pork i don't i don't really care for it as much it's not awful but i feel like the peppers and onions just would work better with the chicken but one more combo to try final combination here pork rice beans and then a little bit of the peppers and onions because it was so ingrained into the rice that i had no choice i had to just take it all together but i think this is going to be the winning combo right here not a winning combo. The uh, the blandness of the rice actually took over the flavor of the pork. And that's not good because the pork was the best part. So, wow. That was a miss for me on this one. So, you know what to do. When we screw up, we just start adding stuff to it to see if we can make it better. A little sour cream. A little salsa. That will surely fix this, right? Yeah, that time around it actually did fix it a little bit, so... I'm not mad about that, but interesting. I'm going to finish up my last couple bites and then share my final thoughts. All finished up, so I want to try to break down the last of my thoughts with this. As you watched, though, or listened, you could obviously tell that I really did enjoy my food for the most part. There was some components of it that were not great. There were other components of it that I felt were really good, uh, specifically, again, the pork, Chicken, not that bad. Black beans, of course, black beans. Uh, rice, bland. Peppers and onions, not really great. You know, so when we when we mix it all together, I feel like the sum of its parts is still better than, you know, than what the worst of the parts. So uh, overall, I still, still enjoyed it. Would absolutely, absolutely recommend Pecos Bill based off of the food I had today. And... You know, it, it might be hit or miss, but I think a lot of that has to do with how busy the restaurant is. Uh, it's it's just constantly slammed. I mean, I was walking around inside trying to find a fork for my food. I couldn't find one at all. All of the inside dispensers were completely out. And so I just took a chance once I came outside that I'd be able to find a fork and of course all the dispensers outside were fully stocked napkins fully stocked but yeah inside just nothing no forks and a lot a lot of you know a lot of cast members directing people because it's so busy but it didn't seem like there was someone going around checking on that stuff uh tables were were a little bit dirty on the inside because they weren't able to cycle out people were just coming in so quickly that that as soon as one person got up the next person sat back down and then one of the biggest problems of Pecos Bill is there's just not enough outdoor seating. There's only the one small strip that's in front of Frontierland, like right beside the 
parade pathway, but then uh, if you can't find a spot there, which is very difficult because there's not that much, you have to come to Tortuga Tavern. And there's a lot out here in the Caribbean Plaza area, but still, uh, it's now filled up as I'm looking around. So it gets very busy here. That's, that's the best way to just put it without going on forever and ever about it. It's busy. It's really busy. But uh, I still understand why. Because it's a little bit more exciting than, than your average boring meal here in Magic Kingdom. It's pretty tasty, flavorful. And it's same. It's pricing that you would expect from a Disney restaurant. $14.99 for my fajitas. A little on the steep side, but you know, the bowls being a couple dollars cheaper and such, I feel like that's a decent deal. Tacos are the same way. And hey, those were already constructed. But yeah, overall, I, I feel like there's enough good happening at Pecos Bill to recommend it. I didn't have the bad experience I was expecting, but uh, and I, I came in expecting it and yeah, walking away, still enjoying it, so positive review. And there you have it, my review of Pecos Bill, Tall Tale Inn, and Cafe. I really don't have anything else to mention. I wish I had some some fun behind-the-scenes uh information about the review, anything I could share just to to liven it up a little bit more, but I'm I'm just I'm out of I'm out of it all. No secrets. Put it all on my plate there. Put it in front of you. So we should just move on to the next review. And this is another new review this week. It comes courtesy of Fiasco, as I have already mentioned. And he was out at Animal Kingdom Lodge doing some DVC work, and while he was over there, he decided to pop by the Magi Pool Bar and get an item. The item he actually received was the Kenya Coffee Pulled Pork Barbecue Sandwich, and I'm not going to speak any more about it. Let's, uh, let's let him explain it all and mm, get hungry. Hello, everybody. Fiasco back with another Disney dining review. Today, I am at the Kadani Village at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge to dine at the Maji Pool Bar. Uh, and I wanted to try something that I've never tried before, but not only something I've never tried before, a place I've literally never been to before. I've never had any reason to come here before. And that's the Maji Pool Bar here at Kadani Village. Um, obviously, you can get drinks and stuff here. I don't drink, but you can do that if you do. Uh, but what really caught my eye was the Kenyan coffee-rubbed pulled pork sandwich. That was $10.49. No discounts to be applied. Uh, you get a side of chips and then also this um, coleslaw. But coffee-rubbed just sounds awesome to me. I just... I couldn't pass that up so i'm about to dig in um a, a thing to note this thing came out instantly i ordered it 30 seconds later it was ready for me so that was awesome and here it is in all its glory let's dig in the pork is great really thinly shredded and it's almost like um like a coffee barbecue sauce it could stand to use a little bit more sauce though you see there's the pulled pork there's the barbecue sauce there on top 
wouldn't mind a little bit more barbecue. This is really good though. And one thing that I'm really pleased about is that, you know, I've been going to all the resorts lately, trying all the different quick service locations at all the resorts. Um, and one recurring theme, theme that I'm seeing is a lot of the menus starting to undiversify and just have a lot of the same stuff, turkey sandwiches, burgers, maybe a impossible burger, Disney chicken nuggets. And that's kind of a bummer to me. Like um, we saw at Artist Palette, the only really unique thing I could find on that menu was the Saratoga chicken salad. Um, so I, I feel, feel like it's honestly becoming harder to find these diverse items at the different resource quick service. I feel like they're making it so that they can have the same or similar items across all the resorts because that's obviously going to be better for the budget. Um, but I'm happy to be able to find something that's just different and unique to this resort with the Kenyan coffee rub sandwich. This is, this is really good for 10 bucks. I, I don't regret getting it. Another thing to note, there's plenty of outdoor seating here. It's all outdoor seating at the pool bar, obviously. Um, you got seating inside the pool area. You got seating surrounding the bar area, which I'll showcase. Um, but you're not gonna, you're not gonna have an issue with finding a place to sit. If you are staying here at Kidani Village, another thing to note is you really have two main dining options at the moment. You have here at the, the Maji pool bar, and you also have Sanaa which also offers a to-go service, um, which, I'll, which I'll definitely do in the future. I was thinking about doing that today, but again, I decided, hey, I wanna go do something. I know, I know the Sanaa bread service is good, you know? Uh, I wanna go do something that's just gonna be new to me. Um, and this is definitely new to me, never ate here before, never got anything here before. And uh, this, is, this is actually um, surprisingly good. Now the menu here, uh, putting up on the screen right now, there's not a huge selection of things. Um, but, you know, I feel like there's enough to satisfy most of your part. And like I mentioned, you're going to get a bag of chips, Doritos, Lay's, or Sun Chips. I pick Sun Chips. Is, you want me to review the Sun Chips? I mean, heart healthy, yummy, salty, wheat goodness. I'm probably just going to bring those home. I don't want, I don't want them right now. Um, but this is great. I feel like I could probably ask for extra extra sauce if I wanted to. So that's really my only knock is I would have prepared more sauce. Um, but aside from that, it's a unique item, unique to this location. And I really wish I could see more of that. We started to see that really going throughout all the, uh, all the different resorts. But I feel like a lot of menus this past year for resort quick service has kind of scaled back so they could get similar items at all the different places. Every place, you know, has a turkey club. Every place has a burger, you know, all that stuff. But this is great. Uh, I do recommend it if this sounds like something up your alley. The coffee taste is is very strong in there. That sauce, that coffee barbecue is just fantastic. Mm-mm-mm. That did sound very, very good. I love any time I can use a good coffee rub on any meats, whether it's barbecue, steak. I will always, always look for a reason to use 
use any any type of coffee seasoning with that. It just it, it, it's perfect for me, and uh, it sounds really delicious. And I do want to apologize. I mispronounced the name of the pull bar when I originally introduced the the review. I believe I I said. Magi, because I'm always used to looking at John Magi's last name. And then once Fiasco started talking and I heard it and he said Maji, I'm like, oh, I wonder which one of us is right. And I looked up at least like four different YouTube pronunciation videos on it. And I believe Fiasco actually uh, nailed the pronunciation on it, Maji. And uh, if anyone has any uh, updates on that, Please let me know if if we're both wrong on it. I'd really like to know how to pronounce the name of this pull bar. But I, I do want to throw in, I, unless I was mistaken, he showed a lot of images of the the menu on the video portion and didn't really go over what else was on the menu in the actual review, unless I just dazed out for a second. But uh, he did mention that there was the item that he got, the Kenya coffee barbecue sandwich. There's also a Caesar salad with tandoori chicken, uh, a uh, all-beef hot dog with chili and cheese, and then a black-eyed peas harvest salad. Kids have the choice of a turkey sandwich or Uncrustables and some extra snacks and desserts and, and such. So that's the, the very, very small menu that they do have there, but a good idea of what else is offered. So just go with the, the barbecue sandwich. That's probably the safest bet for all of us, I think. I think at least. Maybe the salad's good. Who doesn't love a good salad every now and then? Anywho, let's move on to our next review. And like I said, this is going to be a Rhino review. And this is a little bit of a throwback one that happened, I want to say, before, before the holiday season or right around the holiday season because Rhino went to Earl of Sandwich to eat the holiday turkey sandwich. So this review is, of course, still timely because it's always available. You can always get the holiday sandwich I am so happy that they made this thing a year-round menu item because it was really sad when it was only only around for a limited time. If I can remember this review correctly, Rhino doesn't have the best take on it. He's got a, a lot of a lot of bones to pick with it, uh, and we will go ahead and listen to it and hear it. But uh, yeah, I I'm already going to endorse it before we get started listening to Rhino's review of it. So let's just get to that review. Hello, everybody. It's Rhino. I am here back at Disney Springs, and um, I'm actually starving again, because what else is new in the world? If you're with me, you'll know I like to eat a lot. So I'm always hungry, 24-7. Uh, if you remember the last time I was here and I did a video here, I actually did the uh, Daily Poutine. They had the turkey gobbler, and uh, so good. Highly recommend it. Um, or not turkey gobbler. Gobbler poutine, I think is what it was called. Anyway. Regardless, check that out for sure. It was really good. But in that video, I was talking about how people who love the Earl of Sandwich holiday sandwich would really like it. But then I started thinking where I was like, did I kind of speak out of turn? Because I myself have not had the holiday sandwich at Earl of Sandwich in, I don't know, like years. I think I've only had it once too. So 
it got me thinking that maybe I should come back and try that because tis the season still, right? I mean, this is served year round, so it doesn't really matter. But um, I know that like Craig loves it and um, I have a lot of friends who speak very highly of it. So I figured I would come back and do a little Earl of Sandwich dining review, specifically for that holiday sandwich. So I'm gonna go in there, I'm gonna check it out, see what the big deal is, see if it's as big of a deal as everybody says it is, I don't know. Um, and uh, I'll let, you know, join me on that journey. I was gonna say, I'll let you know, but you're gonna watch me eat it, aren't you? But I'm gonna go inside, I am starving and I cannot think straight, when can I? So join me, let's go. Exceptionally British. We're taking a peek under the hood. It's all there, turkey, mayonnaise, gravy, Stuffing maybe? I'm not sure. Okay, I am starving. This smells like a holiday. And uh, it is in fact cornbread stuffing on the inside on here, but here's a little cross section of this little beast. Oh my God, my jaw just cracked when I went to eat that. I don't know if that picked up in here, but. Mmm. Mmm. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I'm eating with a friend and they're embarrassed for me right now, it's fine. This is really good. I'm gonna say right away though, I think I liked the gobbler poutine better than this. Um, I really like this, it's that, like, it's very tasty. I feel like the stuffing sticks out a lot for me, which is not always a plus because I am not a big like bread stuffing fan. My grandmother always makes this meat stuffing because ever since a young boy, she tried to give me a heart attack and we're well on our way now at the age of 35, so. Um, but I, I like the cranberry sauce in it. Actually, I feel like it could use a little bit more cranberry sauce, to be honest with you. Cause it's, it's like only, for me, it's only a hint. It's like the stuffing and the gravy is, is intense in here. But the bread is very, it tastes like a biscuit. I like that it's nice and crispy on the outside though. And, um, not like super soggy. Cause I'm not one who likes a soggy sandwich. You can say that about me. But let me eat more. I gotta process this. This is a menagerie of flavors coming at me. Hold on. One half down, one half to go. Decided that the cranberry sauce needs to be on both the top and the bottom. Or the bottom and the top. Whichever way. I might have put this sandwich upside down when I set it back down. But uh, but so far, it's good. Yeah, I'm on the I'm in I'm in the medium right now. We'll see how I how I feel when I'm done. Okay, I finished my sandwich. In fact, I actually inhaled my sandwich. There was very little chewing involved, but um, the final consensus for me is that the Gobbler Poutine is better at Daily Poutine. So I, if you are a fan of this sandwich, I would definitely recommend you go try the Gobbler Poutine while it's here. Um, but I, with that said, I didn't not enjoy this sandwich. I think that this sandwich, the cranberry sauce was oddly a little bit bland on it. And I was just so taken back by the, the cranberry sauce at the Gobbler Poutine that I, um, I don't know. I guess I expected like a little bit more of that punch of flavor and I didn't quite get it. Um, some people don't love that there's mayonnaise on the uh, holiday sandwich here, but I honestly, I liked it. I didn't mind it at all. So I was into it. And uh, just so people know, it's a hot sandwich as well. So it's not like some people do like a cold turkey sandwich with leftover turkey. No, 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 no. Also cold gravy is disgusting. What are you thinking? It's basically congealed fat, gross. So it's a hot sandwich, so it did the trick because today is a little bit chilly. So I'm not upset with my purchase. And honestly, it wasn't it wasn't like super expensive. It was uh, $7.99 and then they do annual pass holder discounts. So after that and 
I like rounded up the chain. It was 842. So um, yeah, all in all, not bad. Affordable. And honestly, I do really like the Earl of Sandwich sandwiches. I just, I don't know that this one deserves the reputation that it has. Like it's not bad, but it's also not the best version of it I've ever had. So um, I'm sure people are gonna be very upset with me in the comments about this, but I really would like to know if you've had this sandwich before, what your thoughts on it are, are on it or what your favorite sandwich is here at Earl of Sandwich because there's a lot there's a lot of ones to choose from. They also have like salads and there's uh, an area in there where you can get some sides to go with it. You can get chips, but you can also get like uh, potato salad. There's desserts. They had a whole area with the uh, Cake Boss has a, some uh, some rainbow cakes right inside of there. Um, but I went just with, just with the sandwich today um, and I, I feel I, it was very filling, a filling, filling, filling. My grammar is out the window, so please don't grade me on that. All I can say is I really want to go get Earl of Sandwich right now. Not even necessarily the holiday turkey sandwich. I could actually, I could actually go for their uh, their original roast beef sandwich. I really, I really enjoy that one. A, a good solid roast beef sandwich with with horseradish. That's uh, that's a good sandwich. Really good sandwich. But I, I I don't think I've ever had a bad Earl of Sandwich sandwich. I like them all. I like all the ones that I've had, which is most of the menu. I got to stop talking about it or I'm going to want to go out and and get one. And I don't want to mess with with Disney Springs ever. I mean, I, I do love Disney Springs, obviously, but I feel like every single time I go, it is just it's it, it's a nightmare. I always choose the worst times to go to Disney Springs. It's like it's my superhero. I will always I will always pick the worst possible times to show up unless I'm there like before the sun is even up. Unless I'm talking about like nighttime, the night at like midnight. I'm just going to stop talking because we have one more review to get to this one again from Rhino. And if you uh, if you've been missing Rhino eating plant based in this episode, well, you're in luck because he's going to be eating a vegan option from Hollywood Studios. And I'm very excited for this one because, of course, it's also Star Wars related. So let's go. Hey, everybody. It's Rhino here. I am on the planet Batuu in the Black Spire Outpost at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Hollywood Studios in Orlando, Florida. I know. It's just like comma, comma, comma. But uh, I am here because I am hungry. And I saw something online where somebody recently said that they believe that the Pollution Garden Loaf, which I believe that's what it's called, uh, here at Docking Bay 7 in the Black Spire Outpost and Galaxy's Edge is the best vegan meal possibly on property, but definitely the best at Hollywood Studios. And then I realized I've only ever had it in uh, California, I think, at the opening, because when we were out in California, I tried this and I really liked it there. And that got me thinking like, I gotta come here. And that was, you know, that was like, at this point, that's, uh, you know, a year and a half ago or something, or, you know, it's been a while. So I haven't been to Docking Bay 7 since they've reopened. So I wanna check in. I want to find out, is this one of the best vegan uh, dining options at Disney World or in Hollywood Studios? So I'm going to go in, I'm going to have a bite to eat, and join me on this journey, won't you? I am so excited for this. This looks so good. Look at that pita. Those meatless meatballs. That hummus. 
What do we got? Cucumbers, tomatoes, some sort of green thing. I, if I was a smarter person, I might know, but I am pretty psyched for this. I love hummus. I love it. Okay. Got my meal. Um, I did that. You have to mobile order here, but um, I had never had this happen to me before. My phone froze when I said I was here, so it didn't go through. So I just went up and asked the cast member, and they put it through, and then it still notified me in the app. So that was good. So, like I said, I got the Felution Kefta and Hummus Garden Spread, um, and that is plant-based meatballs, herb hummus, tom hummus, tomato, cucumber relish, and pita. It was $12.99, and then after tax, it was like $13.84. They don't do annual pass order discounts here. Uh, I, I came to sit outside, because honestly, I like the patio area better, although the music is like really, really loud out here. Um, but there's a bunch of people that have been out here just constantly cleaning, which is nice. Um, something of note that I'm a little surprised about is that they still are giving you reusable silverware. So, um, I feel a little weird about that, but I forgot my fork at home. I normally have a, like a to-go travel container thing. I probably could have went over to Docking Bay, or not Docking Bay, to Ronto Roasters to get some of the disposable ones. They haven't been put away, but I'm gonna dive in here and take a bite. Get a little bit of the meatball and the hummus. Okay. Okay. This is so so good. It looks like the meatball is made with like quinoa or something. I don't know if you can see that a little bit. I know it's getting dark right now, but um, it is so flavorful. It is so good. It's definitely a strong like, I'm getting a lot of garlic and I love garlic, so I am obsessed with this. Um, the hummus is so good and super fresh. I just, the texture of the meatballs is like surprisingly, my, Honestly, I think if I were eating these, I don't think I would know that these didn't have meat in them. It even is like red on the inside. I really, really like this. I feel really awkward because the cleaning people keep like standing right next to me and just like staring at me. So it's making me self-conscious. I want to try the pita and see how the pita is. Oh, it's not as uh, not as soft as I thought. A little toasty on the edge here, but let's get that in the hummus. Not as good as the pita that the Ronto wrap is lacking. The Ronto wrap wrap. And there's a lot of it. There's like three pieces in it. So it must be like a whole big pita they ripped up. But um, I like it. Honestly, at first I was like, oh, there's a lot of hummus in here. And now I'm thinking like it could use maybe a little bit more hummus because I'm just, I'm, I'm afraid for hummus. Oh my God. This hummus is so good. And these meatballs are so good. I can't even describe it. It's just like bursting with flavor. Um, yeah, like there's a, I, I'm getting a lot of that, like, not super herby, like, I, I know that sometimes, like, um, I worry when people use descriptions like herb because sometimes it's a lot of, like, cilantro or basil, and I don't love those flavors, but this is, like, this is all coming together, and this, this, uh, tomato relish on here is really good, it's really fresh, all of this is really, really fresh. I am so happy with my choices in life right now. I am not gonna lie to you. Like, I am, uh, this is gonna be tough for me because I love the Ronto wrap, but 
this thing is just, these meatballs are so good. I love this idea too. I want to make this at my house. I don't know how I would do it. I mean, I guess you could just like make your own hummus, buy hummus or whatever, and then look up a recipe for these meatless balls. I wonder if they're in the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge cookbook. It's going to be tough for me now coming over here because sometimes, you know me, I like to go to Ronto Ramp every time I'm in Hollywood Studios. And now I'm just like, this is going to be a close second because they're like the same price. Um, I'm gonna show you a cutaway of the of the meatball just so you can see that before it gets too dark for you to see that. And then I'm gonna finish this up and I'll let you know how I feel after I'm all done. Um, but I'm just, I'm really blown away to be honest with you, really. It's getting a little washed out because it's um, darker out here now and this is on my phone, but you can see there's like that color there. It's nice, it's like if you're somebody who's like, I have to have meat, I think you should give this a try. This is pretty good. I know people will be like, no, meat is meat and there's nothing that comes close but that's not really what this is about it's just about trying something new and different i'm not saying you have to be vegan or vegetarian to try this but this this really might be the best vegan dish i've had i don't know but i don't know let me finish eating it don't put the pressure on me i am done eating i had to find a corner to go talk in uh i'm by the millennium falcon you can see that hunk of junk behind me here but i have to say that meal was so good, like worth every penny. Um, what I loved about those meatless meatballs is like they had quinoa in them and it gave it this like texture that you that I, I associate with meatballs, that kind of almost like grainy texture that you get from the beef. So like the texture was good. It was bursting with flavor, but it was like the meatball combined with that hummus. It was the perfect marrying of these like flavors. Like I said, there was a lot of like garlic flavor. Um, and just kind of like it had some spice to it, but not like heat spice, just like there was spice, like you could taste the flavors. Um, and there was plenty of, uh, plenty of the uh, wrap, uh, the pita, the hummus was so good. I was wrong about being like, oh, there might not be enough hummus. Cause like I moved my pita and there was like a big chunk of hummus under there. So um, tons of that stuff. I have to say that, um, you, you know me, I'm not vegan, uh, but I do, if there is an interesting vegan option, I love to try it. I'm not a huge, like, meat eater, um, but I have to say that Disney is really doing, has been doing a really good job with really, like, upping the, the interesting factor when it comes to vegan meals, which is nice, so it's not just all, like, pasta without meat or a salad. It's like, you know, they're, 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 they're doing a lot of creative stuff, and... I might have to agree with what I saw on the internet, which I think this is the best vegan um, dining option, or um, the vegan option that I've seen so far, okay? So I, I think they do a great job with the Beyond Burgers, the Impossible Burgers, and all that stuff wherever I've had, those really have been really good, but this is really something where I'm like, this, for me, like, it, it knocked it out of the park. So yeah, I'm, I'm giving this like a rave um, I, I Like I said, I think it is totally worth the amount of money that you spend for it. I think it's worth trying if you haven't had it before. If you're just thinking like, yeah, I've had a Beyond Burger. I, I'd like to try something different or interesting. What I really like about it too is that it, it feels like, I, I feel, uh, uh, it's f filling, but I don't feel weighted down right now. Like I still feel like really good. And that's a, that's what I love. I, I love that. And like, again, I can't say enough. It was all really fresh. Oops, I spun out of the light there. Just really fresh, really worth trying. Um, you know, obviously still get those Ronto wraps because those are so good, but I'm now on that thing where I'm like, I'm gonna be on the fence. I don't know which one I'm gonna want the next time I'm here. So 
Uh, and I'm, that makes me very, very happy. But I do think Docking Bay 7 in general is worth dining at because I think they do a really good job with the, you know, presenting um, food in a really kind of unique and different way. Uh, but also it's still being stuff that people are very familiar and it's accessible for them to eat. So I, I think it's worth checking out. There are also some uh, interesting adult beverages in there as well as like some really cool desserts and things like that. So lots of stuff worth trying. So I would say check it out. Oh boy, I know that one was a little bit hard to hear. It was very noisy, but a positive review from Rhino. I think we can use that as the the final takeaway that he enjoyed the vegan item from Docking Bay 7, the Felution Felution I can't even remember it already. That already fell out of my mind that quickly, but Rhino liked it. That's all that matters. But that was our final review that we have for this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I hope you enjoyed all four of them. And, of course, we will be back next week, I believe, with maybe three or four all-brand-new reviews. Uh, we'll have to see on that one. I know I know, we definitely have a lot. Rhino's got two on deck. Fiasco has one. Denny has two, I think. And I have a couple. So we have a lot of new dining reviews coming to you. So just be patient. They will all, they will all make their way into your ears and fill your, your hearts and bellies. And that just, it got weird at the end. So I'm just going to go ahead and stop with all of this and, and call it, call it a day on this episode. I really do hope you enjoyed it. And once again, if you do want to support us and our content, please consider booking your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. And of course, you can get that free, no obligation quote at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. And once again, please make sure you remember to subscribe to the Disney Dining Show on wherever you listen to podcasts. And please, if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, remember to leave us those five stars, ratings, and reviews. I want to give a shout out this week to Ash Disnerd for the fun review, as well as M Dunk K. And specifically to M Dunk K, I want to say, please, 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 please have the best honeymoon ever when you finally make it here to Walt Disney World. And congratulations. That's going to do it for me this week. I hope everyone has an amazing week. Take care. Bye-bye. And stay hungry. <laughs>